This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 778 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning show. The Hit'em crew is joined by the Horse.com's digital editor, Michelle Anderson, and Dr. Oak with the science behind soaking hay. And we'll get right to our tip right after this message from Equestrian Collections. Hi, Glenn here with the Horse Radio Network, and I'm back with Debbie from Equestrian Collections talking about saving our heads this week. This week I'm featuring the new Troxel Western-style helmets. You know, Troxel and several other places have tried for years to make helmets that look like cowboy hats. That never really worked very well. So they've gone in a different direction, and now they're trying to make helmets that are uh, that the Western riders will accept so that they will have a helmet that they can wear. And they've done this um, really well. This, this year they've got graphics on their helmets, um, and they have a lower profile so it doesn't look... Um, you know, like a big bubble head, which um, people hate. Um, And the other thing it has is the cinch bit. The new cinch bit mechanism that um, Troxel has uh, is very much better than the old dial-a-fit. And we have videos on our Troxel helmet, so you can see about that cinch fit. The one I'm going to particularly mention is the Dakota graphic cinch fit. That comes in several colors. It's got pretty graphics on it. And it also has, we have did a video on there on how to fit the helmets and what the cinch fit will do for you. It makes it so that if you have a longer head or a rounder head, the same helmet will fit you. It comes and you can adjust adjust it a little bit on the side, and it adjusts itself when it's on your head. Um, there's, of course, the Rowdy. They've had that for several years, but they've come out with some new ones that have some really cool graphics on it. One of them has a cross on it. You know, the, the Western, um, a lot of the Western boots and stuff have, have that cross on it. One of them has that. So if you want a trail ride and you're a Western rider and you'd really like to do a helmet but haven't felt comfortable looking for them before, take a look at these new Troxel Western-style helmets on our website. Well, very good. Of course, you can find all the Troxel helmets by going to equestriancollections.com. Just uh, search for Troxel helmet. Hi, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us, as usual. Um, We had a trivia question this morning as to why Glenn doesn't eat lunch on on Wednesdays. And um, so... (laughs) Today, are, is Glenn going to lose his lunch privileges? No, this one is about horse lunch. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be gross. It should be a good so one. That's going to make him, make him hungry. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, we're hungry if you like hay, so. Yeah, <laughs> he'll like anything. He's a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about soaking hay, um, and we have uh, Dr. Stacy Oak with us. Is Stacy on the line? Yes, I'm here, Michelle. Hi. Welcome, Dr. Oak. Thanks for um, having me back. 
So Dr. Oak is one of uh, our writers for the horse. She's one of our great uh, veterinarians who are writing articles for us and making sure that our information is really good and solid. And sometimes we give her um, different assignments. She never knows what's coming her way. And I recently assigned her to put together a fact sheet about hay soaking. And I think first she raised her eyebrows at me a little bit. (laughs) I did. (laughs) And then I got this email back from you saying that it's, Yeah, it was super interesting. I had no idea how much science there is behind hay soaking and how many horses can benefit from one simple thing. And and that's putting hay in some water before feeding. (laughs) So what is it that you found so fascinating while you were researching this topic, other than that it's been researched so much? I just find it very interesting that there's, like I said, so many horses can benefit. Obese horses, horses that either have laminitis or are prone to laminitis, and um, even horses with respiratory conditions, all of these horses can benefit just by soaking hay for, you know, as little as 15 minutes. And it helps maintain their weight better. It helps their insulin sensitivity, which is a part of equine metabolic syndrome. And, um, you know, it helps them breathe better. And so, you know, those are some of the reasons to soak hay, and some of the clinical signs that might lead you to soak hay would be what? Because you, you've mentioned respiratory issues and metabolic issues. These are two completely unrelated problems. They are, problems. yes. Yep, they're completely unrelated, yet horses that, um, you know, young horses with uh, inflammatory airway disease that, um, you know, coughing a little bit, you know, I don't think it's technically correct to consider it the early stage of heaves, but similar signs. And then, you know, older horses that do have heaves, um, you know, they've got the cough and that uh, heave line. All of these horses, if we decrease the amount of dust in their environment just by soaking hay, then they can breathe a lot easier. And that makes sense because horses are, when they're eating hay, it's a dried forage that often does have pollen and dust in it, and their face is right in it while they're eating. It's not like they're grazing hay or grazing grass where they're moving and eating some fresh grass off the ground uh, that has moisture in it. Yeah, and it's interesting because every time I drive by horses that have one of those giant, huge round bales and their heads are just stuck in the middle, I cringe. (laughs) And they do. They just bury their heads. Yeah, and you're thinking, ah, don't do it. <laughs> but you know, the, also the free feeding like that is also beneficial to horses who who may have some some ulcer issues or digestive tract issues. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's kind of weighing the the pros and cons of of those management techniques. But Absolutely. so, what about the metabolic issues? What's going on when we're soaking hay? Because this isn't about the dust. That's kind of a residual effect when we're we're talking about um, managing metabolic horses. Right. So one one indication is um, any horse that's a bit overweight or quite overweight, which is quite a few horses in the U.S. Um, they and you're from Canada, <laughs> so are you saying you don't have fat horses in Canada? <laughs> it's amazing. As soon as you cross that border, they're all perfect. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so in overweight horses and ponies, they become less sensitive to insulin, and insulin's the hormone that helps 
um, use helps the body use sugar appropriately. And so, if that doesn't happen, then if they're eating too much sugar, it's not being used properly by the body, which makes them the number one thing is prone to laminitis, which is a very painful chronic condition that you know the horse is very uncomfortable and it can even be life threatening. So if we can soak the hay to take out some of those sugars, then when the horse is eating the hay, they're getting less sugar, which is going to be beneficial to them and, and save their feet ultimately. Okay. And I think um, I, we recently did a laminitis Ask the Vet Live, which is archived on the site, uh, but the number that we had was 15% of horses will have laminitis at some point in their yeah. lifetime. Is it yeah. that high? So, 15%? Yeah, it's, Fifteen percent by by the time they're in their old age, um, will have laminitis. So, so soaking the hay can help that. So, can how does soaking the hay change the hay? It um, basically draws out all of the simple sugars, like just like sugar, like the table sugar that you put on your cereal in the morning. Um, it draws out all those water soluble simple sugars. And so what's left is the um, long-chain structural fibrous um, sugars that are, you know, metabolized in a different way. So it's so simple, very small, water-soluble sugars that we don't want the horses to be ingesting. Okay. So if the sugars are being drawn out of the hay, is there anything else that's being lost when we're soaking hay? Yeah, sometimes, and certainly with prolonged... Um, soaking, you can also lose some minerals and vitamins. Sometimes this is beneficial for horses with uh, hype, hyperkalemic periodic paralysis. Did I say that right? <laughs> Which is the HYPP. Yeah, yeah, HYPP. Which is what everyone else knows it by. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, so in those horses, you can soak hay and you can draw out um, the potassium, which is what you know, if there's too much potassium in a horse's diet, it can, um, you know, instigate, a, um, you know, an episode of HYPP. So if your horse has the condition, you can soak the hay and draw out that potassium, which should be beneficial to them. But if so, your horse doesn't have it, then you don't really want to lose those vitamins and minerals. Okay, so so it is possible to take some of that nutrition out of the hay. Um, right, but and you're paying for that nutrition, so if we're sucking out all these things that we really are paying for, so it's, it's a balance to soak enough to get out your water-soluble carbohydrates, like your sugars, but not to draw out all the vitamins and minerals. Okay, and so you have this water that's left over, and that you've soaked your hay in, and it has these minerals and these sugars in it. And it kind of reminds me of when I've made cheese, where <laughs> you have the whey left over. Um, is it as caustic as what you have left over when you're making cheese or yogurt? I've never made cheese, so <laughs> I'm not sure. I live in Oregon, fun. so. I'm kidding. Um, basically, what you've got, like if you've got an average size horse, at the end of the day, you're left with 144 liters of this water that contains all this sugar that you've just spent all this time sucking out of your hay, and you, you don't want to leave it around um, unless you're like breeding hummingbirds or something, I guess. And, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
but you also don't want to pour it anywhere because it does contain, you know, some nutrients like phosphorus and nitrogen. And if you put it just in like uh, a riverway or in the drain or somewhere where it's going to flow back into waterways, then um, it's going to be very harmful to the environment. And um, one of the researchers at Minnesota, uh, she's a PhD, she's done a lot of work and she advises that we put it on the grass and in grassy areas where the plants can use the phosphorus and the nitrogen so that it's not going directly into the waterways and spreading it out so don't put it in the same place all the time. Okay. And no matter what you do, do not let your horse drink the water. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> you've just taken all that stuff out. Yeah, Exactly, no. yeah. So so can you explain a little bit then about the recommendations on soaking hay? Because you obviously need to drain it then. Yes, so there's different ways to do it. Um, one easy way is just to get a, a large bucket um, and take the whole bale of hay and stick it in there and just um, cover it, you know, um, add enough water so that the, the hay is covered and let it sit there. So you don't need to shake out the flakes because that's putting dust in the environment, which is what we're trying to avoid. So you just put it right into your bin. Um, the other way you can do it is um, take a serving, whatever you're going to offer your horse, put it in a hay net and just submerge the hay net in the tub. And then when you're ready, you take it out and just hang it up for your horse. And that's a pretty simple way to do it too. Um, and then there's also commercial hay soaking compartments that you can purchase, and it's got like these hose hookups and fancy stuff. <laughs> and I think they use pressure to to yeah add, to add moisture to the hay. Um, so, are there any other recommendations that the researchers had? Because there are lots of researchers looking into this. Any other there recommendations were. that you thought were interesting? Yeah, there's. Um, I mean. It's a lot of the different studies that are published, you know, some of them soak hay for 15 minutes, some of them soak hay for six hours, and so it really does vary. So they're still kind of fine-tuning, and of course it depends the quality of the hay that you're starting with. Um, so what they do recommend overall is to, um, you know, soak the hay, and usually the volume is you have one part of um, water to 12 parts of hay, and, you know, in large tubs and just sub, uh, submerge it for anywhere from 15 minutes to, to 60 minutes. Water temperature doesn't make a big difference, so you don't have to make it warm or cold. And, um, like I said, don't shake out your, your hay before you put it in. And after you have soaked it, don't hang it up and then let it dry out before giving it back to the horse because it's just going to get dusty again. And are there any concerns about um, having the hay go rancid or moldy after being soaked? Like, Not that I have seen because you're, I mean, even the studies that do longer periods, like eight hours, I mean, that's still a very short time. But you do need to feed the hay immediately and not, you know, save it for later. Yeah, you can't soak it all on the weekend and then, you know, expect to reap the benefits of it on Friday. Okay. You know, the following, following Friday. <laughs> so, 
So, well, thank you, Stacey. I just I thought this was really fascinating. Um, after you worked on the fact sheet and got it back to me, and um, I, I know that we've had a lot of coverage on thehorse.com, but I I was surprised once I saw it all in one place how interesting this is. And I'm thinking it's one more thing I need to do for my horses. <laughs> but can I, really can quickly. I try- can I chip in here? Uh, uh, this is not horse husband approved, by the way, because we hate handling wet hay and it gets all over <laughs> us. And just, oh. See, I was just thinking myself that this is a great job for my husband. <laughs> if you don't like it. You guys just gave me much a great idea. Now, I do. So, I have a husband who is extremely allergic to hay, so I'm thinking this is a way that he could actually feed. <laughs> yeah. See, now what was your great idea? Well, if they've got these commercial hay soakers, I think we need commercial hay soaking outfits to go with them. And then you won't have to worry about getting wet. Yes. I know. (laughs) So we do have some articles that I'm going to point people to. If you want to learn about reducing sugars in your hay by soaking, get on thehorse.com. There's an article 28322. Again, that's 28322. If you're interested in the respiratory benefits of, of soaking hay, there's an article 26257. Uh, and then if you're concerned about mineral loss or you have one of uh, a horse that's HYPP uh, positive, you can look for an article on mineral loss, which is 31220. And we are still working on that fact sheet, and we'll be getting that up uh, this month. You can look at the, for that on thehorse.com. It's really interesting. Thank you, uh, Dr. Oak, for, for working on that. Thanks. And that's a wrap. To listen to more of thehorse.com's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang putting in their two cents on horse health topics, you can tune in to the Horses in the Morning show at horsesinthemorning.com. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Support for today's podcast has been provided by equestriancollections.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 